3: Happy Hump Day! (laughs) What's going on? Happy Hump Day. We are bringing to you live on this day. Middle of the week, man. We grooving through this thing. That's a live look of the Tostitos Championship Plaza outside in front of the Ford Center. The Christmas spirit is in the air out there. They're building this thing Mm. up. We got the lights and stuff, all that kind of stuff showing. It's still cold outside, so you don't have to worry about nothing else. It ain't Minnesota cold, but it's cold (laughs) enough. Uh, outside, you need a little hat, a little scarf on, or something like that. You got your tall socks on, Nate?
4: No, nah, nah, not today, man. I put on some jeans, man. and you know.
5: Take your bag you off. Know. Stay a while.
4: Yeah,
3: man. This, like Relax, you know. brother. Sit down. You got something nah, go? yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> some? on? Yeah, man. up
4: well. I got this weight on my right, back. Jesus. I got this weight well, on my back.
3: Hold on to it, man. We'll get yeah, wrong, man. He, is, on he is the weight <laughs> on his back. Nathaniel <laughs> Newton. That's Kirk Daniels. I am Jesse Holly. He's debatedly
1: said he's gonna carry
3: the show. Oh, fine. Oh, no, no, it's another <laughs> way that got on my back. I just I'm, I'm really it later on. Together we are hanging with the boy, the sports talk equivalent of Bell. People, say it with me, feels, feels. when right. we speak. This segment is yes. brought to you by yes. Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Gentlemen. We are done with Green Bay, and we are moving on to another NFC, what is this, NFC West? North. North. NFC North. North. Yeah, North, you're right. NFC North football team in the middle of the 8-1 Minnesota Vikings mm. this Sunday up in Minnesota. Cowboys offense today, Minnesota's defense today. Mm-hmm. Nate, do you want to get whatever on your back off early? Yeah. Yeah. You want to get it off yeah. early? yeah. <laughs> How you want to do this, brother? I don't know. uh, We don't know what he has on his (laughs) back. I got his weight
4: on my back, man. We don't
3: know any of this. This is so. So this kind of bring you guys behind closed doors. When we get in here, we don't know from day to day what Nate is going to show up. No, man. And there's a different Nate. Like you're pretty much going to know with me. I'm going to be the up upbeat, energetic person. Kurt's going to be Kurt. Chris is going to be Chris. It's Nate who is the wild card. We don't quite know <laughs> what we're going to get from day to day, and then you don't really want to piss Nate off. No man, then, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's an other side that a lot of y'all don't know about Nate. If he gets a little, if he gets a little, that 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 anal, I get stuck on things. If he get a little Gooch irritation, he Boom, can, he, can stop, be, he can be a grumpy stop. old man. So stop. we don't know what we going to get from Nate from day to day. But, brother, you got weight on your back. I want you to get it off. No, so no I'm going to keep this weight on my back, no. man. I got to keep it, man. That ain't healthy. Oh, hurt yourself. That ain't healthy, yeah, man. Tr- Next thing you know, you have a hernia, and then you be out. You be out for a couple weeks. I got, like, six teams
4: run game on my back. And I don't <laughs> want this to follow the Cowboys' defense. <laughs> so I'm going to hold
3: on to it so we can win these games. <laughs> Oh man, as we, <laughs> as we get ready to break down this game, Nate's talked about it. Everyone's talked about it. Everyone knows about it. The Cowboys, well, I shouldn't go there, because that's tomorrow. Let's stay on task. That's right. right. That's right. Let me that's stay right. on task. Stay on task. Let me stay on task. Mm-hmm. Let me do a little bit of uh, a little bit of housekeeping though. Okay. The Cowboys have signed a veteran breaking news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The Cowboys have signed a veteran wide receiver who used to play for the Cleveland Browns. (laughs) twist that knife a little more. You want to take a guess who it is? He used to play for the Browns. Veteran wide receiver.
4: The dude, he played at LSU. Played with Odell Beckham. He played with Odell Beckham.
3: Yeah, at LSU. <laughs> no, Landry. <laughs> no, no. Ain't Landry. No. no. Well, I don't no. need to know the rest. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Landry's still on the team. He's, a, he's still he's still in the Saints. We can't we can't sign him until he gets cut. We should have signed him in the offseason, season, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. But the Cowboys signed uh, Callaway. They also signed Tack McKinley, and they signed an offensive lineman to their practice squad. So you did not get yet. Yet. Let me preface by saying Yet. What's the Callaway's first name, Kurt? Uh Cal- Antonio. Antonio. Antonio Callaway. And uh he has about, I think like six, seven hundred yards in his in his career. He's a decent player, but he has always been kind of like Tack McKinley too, a little bit of a head case. Mm. So it's always like those dudes who have talent, but has always kind of been in the mix of not quite get out of the coach's doghouse. So the Cowboys, go
5: ahead. Fourth round pick.
3: Yeah, Cowboys brought him in, Tack McKinley in. They brought another offensive lineman and signed them to the practice squad. So there is, I guess, the need that you had at receiver because everyone was talking about, man, Washington is on his way back. That's going to change the fortune of our offensive future, whatever. And (laughs) Tack McKinley is kind of almost in that same mode as maybe some more, you know, and, and we talked about this a little bit. This goes back to Tack McKinley was in Atlanta with Dan Quinn. Um, but it's also bringing another guy in here because we talked about those guys and Micah talked about it. Jaron Ron Kearse has come out and talked about it. Uh, some of these guys doing this kind of YOLO thing, doing their own thing, uh, uh, Freestyling, free, you know, free, 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 their way around the defensive side of the ball. And sometimes when you bring a guy in that has a little bit of pedigree, it might get guys to kind of shape up. It might get guys to be like, oh, uh oh, if I don't get right, this dude might take my spot. Hmm. He's a, he's a he, you know, Dan do really Quinn. Do really feel a like threat? Some... Do I feel a threat? No, do they, would they really feel threatened by, by these guys? Yeah, I mean, because Tack McKinley was a first round pick, hmm. so there's pedigree there, and he has a long history with Dan Quinn. That's it's true. another guy who comes in and kind of knows Dan Quinn's scheme and knows how he kind to run to run stuff. So if you got guys that are not hims, right, there's yeah. only a few hims, okay. maybe one him on this defense. If you got guys who are kind of willy-nilly doing their own thing, you can go, you know what? Like I said before, that pond changed a lot of minds. <laughs> <laughs> Sit a few folks down defensively, maybe add a guy like Ty McKinley, and it may not. It it, it it may not work. He may yeah. be here for two weeks, three weeks, whatever. But maybe it's that, you know, bring a guy in to get to get the other guy's attention and be like, oh let, let me let me do what I have to do because there is another guy in the building that could potentially, if if given the opportunity, take my spot.
5: Hmm.
4: Interesting. Hey big jazz. You rolling, boy. You right. rolling.
3: So let's that, get to... it, it
5: always makes me wonder though. I mean you I know Theoretically, yes, you should bench a guy if he's not doing his job. But then, you know, you've got your third or fourth string guy out there. Are you actually going to be any better, you know? Go ahead. <laughs> I'm with, with you, man. In the days in the NFL where the money makes it so
4: different, you know, so – you may not be – $2 million better, but you're getting paid $2 million more. So, you know what I'm saying?
3: <laughs> but, I, I mean, I think they're – go ahead. I'm sorry. But I'm there's enough depth on this
4: team. And where we're hurting at uh, is in the defensive line. They're not performing for some reason. And, you know, so that's where we're hurting at. You know, I hear a few guys say, well, we our secondary is not coming up, uh, tackling, but – when you're averaging four and five yards a rush, uh, by the time the secondary do turn to react, you're up on them. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, so yeah. so I, I'm. I just believe this thing can be easily fixed if our guys up front, from end to end, the whole defensive line, and that deep rotation do their job. We have no problems, and I ain't talking about. Uh, getting it down to 90 yards, 105. Teams survive in this league with about 110, 15, 20 yards rushing. You know, as long as you try to keep that average down, you know, around four or less, you know. Uh, but the way we've been giving it up. Mm. <laughs> wow. Well, oh, go man. ahead on, Jess. Go ahead on, man. No, yeah, you was rocking, babe. Yeah,
3: let's, let's talk about the Cowboys offense. And, and you know, you're you most likely will have Zeke back this week. Okay, you got Zeke back. I, mean, I don't. I don't. And the thing is, is like the the running game has not been a disaster. It had yeah. the running game hasn't been to where it's like we miss Ezekiel Elliott. They've been able to four point eight yards a carry. Yeah, it's almost yeah. five. You you have not dropped off the face of this earth being able to run the football. Pass blocking ain't been bad. It, it's been okay. Yeah. It's been okay. The pass blocking and that, there was two things I that I wanted far to was get you. Oh, yes, yes, yes absolutely, a yes. Back there was two things that I wanted to talk about when it came to the offense that I, that I noticed. One is we talk about not necessarily sacks but pressures. Okay. In the National Football League, you're considered by the numbers analytics. Again, I went to public high school and I went to a public university. I'm not that smart. <laughs> So I oh, rely on man. a lot of other people who are able to break paid. Hey.
1: <laughs> oh, you agree Chris, with you. I'm joking. <laughs> you agree. No, there you go, Chris. You agree with
3: it. He said it, you disagree with it. But the league considers if you're above 31% of giving up pressures in the National Football League, that's bad.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. They consider that bad. The Cowboys are at 29.9. Mm. So they're on that fringe of pressures giving up with their offensive line. And that may not always it may not always lead to sacks, but that pressure alone gets you to have so many errant throws. Um it gets you off maybe deeper down the field reads. In the last game, Dak only passed the ball, I think it was like 6.8 yards per throw in that game. And even though CeeDee Lamb had a great game when it averaged out, he wasn't getting the ball downfield for chunk plays. Yeah. And the more time that you don't get chunk plays, 15-plus-yard chunk plays, the more you have to matriculate the ball down the field in in your passing game, the more you lead to incompletes, interceptions, holdings, for bad things to happen to you. So the Cowboys have to be better. On, on on eliminating some of the pressure that they've been getting from their offensive line also making sure that the communication is right with the with the receivers and what they're calling and being able to deliver and also on Dak's shoulders and it ain't all on Dak but he has to be better throwing the ball right. 46 times you were I think I think like at 50% or somewhere like a, a hovering around 50% in a game that ain't a good completion percentage right you got to be better in there. And then the other one I want to talk about that is a glaring thing that we sometimes hit on, we sometimes don't hit on, is the Cowboys on third down. Yeah. They are one of the worst football teams in all of football on on converting on third downs. Last game they were 5 of 15 15, Mm -hmm. on third downs.
4: Thank you. Thank you, Jesse. Uh, a lot I am of, that, tired of talking about it. A lot of that
3: has to do with what you do on first down. But if you continue to find yourself in these situations on third down that you cannot convert, the first two, the first two possessions of the game against the Green Bay Packers, three and out, three and out.
4: Go back to the to the game before that, three and out, three and out. Go back to the game before that, almost three and out, three and out. It'll be five and out.
3: There are, this is this is. Go ahead on, just no. Sorry, I was going to say the, the, those are the things when I when I turn on the film and I look at the Cowboys and, and they aren't glaring. They they're still able to run the football again. They're still able to you know when when they kind of get things going, be able to pass the football. They 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 don't have the weapons that you think they have offensively at the mm-hmm. receiver position. Michael Gallup can't create separation. CeeDee Lamb can't create separation. Anything past seven to eight yards, uh, uh, their tight ends can't create separation. They're one of the poorest teams in the National Football League in creating separation. Kurt, you said it. Dak throws into tight covers 22.8% of the time, the third highest mark. Those things, when you start looking at it, when you get into tight games, when you Mm. get into games like Nate always talk about with equal to, or greater talent that you have to face. If you cannot improve on certain areas like that, you find yourself in these tight ball games. Yeah. And when this trend continues, you find yourself on the losing end of those type of ball games. Hold on, because Jay. hold on, hold on, Jet. Hold on. Oh.
4: Now you're not it third down to the. Hey. Weight.
3: Oh, is it getting uh, heavy? Yeah. It's getting heavy. <laughs> Ooh, I'm sorry. Heavy. Oh, jeez. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm sorry. But those are just some of the things that I, that I, that I see um, when the Cowboys – when I'm looking at the Cowboys and, and and you know, the question will always remain is, can they fix them? Can they improve them? Yeah,
5: I don't think – I mean, we've been talking about this, seems like, for so long. How do they – why aren't they fixing it? <laughs> <laughs> it's easy for us to say, but why, yeah. you know, what's the problem? I'm, I'm is it t- execution? <laughs> is it play calling? Is it all of the above, I guess? Uh,
4: I'm going to tell you something, man. It, it, it comes a point in uh, – if you, if you respect your coaches and you are uh, doing – and I'm talking about us from this side of the game. I'm not talking about I – don't, I don't know what's going on over there. But I'm saying us, you know, uh, I was just talking to one of the guys in the back and uh, and I was telling him how I like that we're playing the young guys. And even if we fall short, we will not go into next year with the young guy mentality. We'll have a bunch of guys that are two or three years now – they're truly war-tested veterans, and 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 I can deal with that, I, and I'm gonna deal with that. But uh, they got to get better, man. They just they just gotta take as individuals. They gotta look at themselves. The off, left tackle. Okay, what did I do wrong? I played against some of the best, held my own. I played against some of the best and got and got tore up. You know, left guard. He's been in a while. Now he's like, okay, how do I improve? The center has improved, you know. uh, But how do we get better as a group so we don't have that 22 uh, percent uh, pressures or that 30 percent press, 31 percent pressure, and either being close to it should be around 18 or 20. You know, how do we get better? Now you can grow as a team. So, uh, but it's it's up to each individual. Uh, the D-line, it, it's, it's nowhere in the world this week right here But I even think about uh, rushing anybody. I, I'm serious. If I'm the, the two guys inside, Bohannon and Gallimore, the coach is going to be saying, hey, man, I was third and ten. Why didn't you rush the pastor? No, I was two gapping, coach. I'm making sure no not even a draw or a sniffle run to coming that way. That's tomorrow. But, but I'm just saying, he's saying, how do we fix I just went through the offense and the defense, oh, you know? I got you. I'm sorry. That's all good. Yeah, yeah another way.
3: Dang it. Thank you, Evan, I don't want to sit out. I may not get up. <laughs> all right. Let us take our first break of the day. We'll get back and we'll talk a little bit more about this Viking defense, what uh, problems they pose, what players that they have, and, mm-hmm. you know, we're gonna be in a dog fight. Yeah. This this yeah. is this is this is the dog fight of all dog fights, and I hope that we got the dogs. And if you barking like don't show up. <laughs> <laughs> don't <need> you. So, <laughs> but if y'all barking like rrr, rrr, yeah, stay sure. right here yeah. with us. we'll be right Thank back. You. Just hanging with the Thank boys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket, so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team.
4: with
3: the boys. boys. Welcome back to with, <laughs> with the Boys. boys hey, tell what just happened. If y'all could just be in some of these <laughs> commercial breaks and the things that go on, you got to understand, like, you know, Chris is, is in the back doing a lot of different things and we appreciate everything that he, he does. does. But You know, we, he sends us in, I, I send us out of break, he tells us when we come back, you know, he'll go ahead. And normally, normal people, when Say you f- count down, yeah, like, like 15, 30 seconds,
0: 15,
3: 15, 10, and you have your countdown <laughs> right. out there. I'm, I'm sitting here, and we're waiting. Chris jumps on the mic. He goes, Back in 17. <laughs> <laughs>
5: 17. Like who picked 17
3: <laughs> as a countdown number, but we're gonna hey, come back. Sorry. But it's all good, man. We love it's you. Hilarious, we love you nonetheless. Was... You went to public school in a public university. I too. sure did. I, yeah. I, can, I can tell wow. back in 17. <laughs> uh, but this segment is brought to you by, Seven. <laughs> by, <laughs> by Blockchain, blockchain.com. Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks, two icons one night. Music Legends, Billy Joel, and Steve Nicks will perform an 18 at Stadium on Saturday, April 8th, 2023. Tickets are on sale now at SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing partner provider of AT&T Stadium. Go and get yours today. Quickly side note, I know I went off last week about this whole Taylor Swift and her, all that kind of stuff. I saw the other day someone was buying Taylor Swift tickets. I, I, it wasn't SeatGeek. So, I'm not going to mention the other paint because this is our official, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. ticket sponsor. But it was the other people mm. that name start with ticket. Um, and they were charging a service fee mm. to get tickets. I thought it was the price of the ticket because it said two tickets, it was like $270. Ooh. $270 was just a service that fee. Was
5: the, oh, my goodness.
3: To get the tickets. <laughs> That's crazy. That ain't even the cost. <laughs> Of the tickets. Yeah. Now I'm no. I don't know. I don't know Taylor Swift. I don't. I don't frequent her music. Nothing against a young woman. Yeah.
1: I don't know what they're called. Are they called Swifties or whatever their their fans Swifties? are? The mm. Swifties.
3: And please, and Swifties, don't the,
1: come after me. No, 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 no. They were mad because I guess Ticketmaster crashed. And all these people were in these queues, and the queue would crash on them. You've been in the queue for like. An hour, two hours, and it mm. just crash on you. So
3: the the wow. system crash, It makes you wait. And then once you finally get in, you have to pay a 200 And I'm assuming the higher the ticket price is, the more the service fee goes? or just yes. one. That's it. That is – I don't like mm. anybody. If Jesus was charging us <laughs> $250 Stop. to get Stop. to the gates, I would be like, hey, Lord, you know – Hey, the service charge? The, the love like, hey, one ticket entry, Jess, is going to be $1,500 for front row seats <laughs> in the heaven, but you got to pay two. Fa- I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to take my shot in hell. I'm, I'm <laughs> No, no, don't say that. I'm going to take my shot. No, I'm playing, oh, Pastor. Yeah. I'm playing, Pastor. You know, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm uh, trying to go to hell. I know. I'm playing, Pastor. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm um, playing. As, <laughs> as we get into the, the Vikings' defense, you saw how they – they went toe-to-toe last week with a lot of people would say Super Bowl favorites, at least one of the Super Bowl favorites coming yeah. out of the AFC in the Buffalo Bills. In Buffalo. In mm-hmm. Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And they turned over the great Josh Allen three times? Three interceptions he had? A couple fumbles? Man, fumble on the one. Uh, he, yeah, he had at least three turnovers. He had two interceptions. Patrick Peterson oh, got him total. twice. And two, three interceptions and a fumble. So, while some of the names may be a little bit older, mm-hmm. they're still impactful. And that this defense isn't one of those vaunted defenses. It's not one of those that you, you know, the monsters of the midway. It ain't. It ain't, mm-hmm. it ain't them. It ain't. It ain't. It, it, it ain't something that you're going to be like, oh. But day in and day out, game in and game out, week in and week out, they've made significant plays. When it was called for them to make significant plays. And this defense starts up front with a guy that we used to see a lot in Green Bay. And now he's came over to to
4: Zadarius Smith. Mm
3: Zadarius Smith. And that's gonna be one of the matchups that you have to watch in this game because he gets after the quarterback and he's relentless. And we talked about in the first segment the Cowboys being close to that point where the pressures are yeah. beginning mm-hmm. to mount up. Mount up. Mm-hmm. And while Patrick Peterson is on the back end and Harrison Smith is on the back end, these guys are opportunistic players. Pat Peterson was at once was regarded one of the best DBs in the league. He's not that anymore. But if you give him a chance,
5: yeah,
3: he's throw at him one too many
4: times. You a give him year, a chance, yeah. yeah.
3: He's one of those, he's one of those old savvy vets who understands formations, who understands uh, uh route concepts and depths, and will undercut and will bait you, and he'll do all those little tricky things and and to get you to fall into that mix of you know, now you see me, now you don't, and it'll be an interception. So, you know, this this Vikings defense, Nate, is, is one of those defenses that
4: Will rise to the occasion.
3: You can make plays on them. Yeah. They'll give up the yards. They'll give up the yards, but don't get greedy. Don't start going to a certain well one too many times. And this is the part, and I don't want to be long-winded, but this is the part of football where being creative, not trickery, being creative and having different concepts and different ways to run your routes come into play when you go against guys who are veterans – because if you keep lining up in the same thing over and over and over and over again and actually running the same routes over and over and over again, they pick up on that. And it may not – you you may beat them in the first quarter. You may get them again in the second quarter. Oh, but when it gets to nut-cutting time <laughs> and it comes time to make a play and you reach back into that same bag again, they go, bingo, yeah.
4: gotcha. And the thing about them is, you know, Donnell Hunter – um Zadarius Smith and they got a, a young guy. guy numbers ninety eight DJ W O N N U M one on Sure, we'll go with uh, yeah. on. sure. we'll they, go with that. You know, Hunter has six sacks, uh Zadarius has nine point five, and DJ has three. And the thing about it, they'll line up anywhere. They'll line up with your guard, they'll line up with your right and left uh tackle. They don't care. They will line up and give you combinations. Both guys, Zedarius and uh, Hunter, on the same side. They'll give you some some different yeah. looks. And like you say, they'll they'll give up yardage. But I noticed as the game went on with Buffalo, they started making more and more plays. Mm-hmm. You know. So I greet you there wholeheartedly, do the, uh,
5: Jesse. Do we have the line to <clears throat> to shut these guys down? Uh,
4: th- with these guys, you got to keep them honest. Because if if they earn the right to rush to pass, oh, yeah, they're going to get out through
5: it. You, you talked yeah. about our, we're giving up more pressures and all that. I mean, I think everybody's been really pleased with the play of our offensive line, maybe because the expectations were pretty low, especially when Tyron went out. Are we just kind of getting ahead of ourselves in some ways and saying, yeah, they're doing better than we expected, but that bar was pretty low and maybe they're not quite as good as they need to be?
4: The 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 thing and Jess. Another question I want to ask you: With the a lot of miscommunication with the route running, is that making Dak uh, hesitant to get rid of the ball real quick? Is he making sure guys open? Or because the other thing you're talking about, where it's tight, you know, if you if you throwing the guys when they're coming out of their breaks, a lot of times you can help them be open. It, how does that fit,
3: Jess? It, it's it's a two part thing. Right. The first part, yes. Right. Anytime a quarterback is getting pressured or hit a lot and then they have the miscommunication, you tend to be a little bit hesitant before you let that ball go, especially if you're throwing anticipatory routes. Right. Right. Routes when I get to right. one, two, three, I'm letting it go. One, two, three, four, five, right. back foot right. hits, I'm letting it go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. back foot let I'm letting it go.
4: Right.
3: If if there's if there's any hint of I'm not sure, then wow. I, I, I gotta now I gotta now one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, back foot hits. Oh, it's oh, I don't know. I gotta now gather again. And find the next option the second thing is is t- we talked about in the first segment the lack of separation um they're not getting it like I, you can't turn on you it's, it's impossible to turn on a game and look at Michael Gallup and tell me that he is a healthy and when I say healthy I know that he's healthy back but he's not a healthy player. Mm-hmm. He's laboring off the line. He gets – no one is – you know why we have not seen Michael Gallup streaking down the sideline like we said a year or so ago, why we have not seen any of those big plays Michael Gallup? Because he cannot do it. Hmm. At this point in time right now, he cannot do it. He cannot – no one is afraid of him running by them. Yeah. Like, before he was able to take off down the field – and 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 get on his horse and be able to challenge you for that 50-50 jump off that he was so good at. Now he can't. Mm. He doesn't have that explosion anymore. I'm is not it saying that about physical. It's physical. The explosion is physical.
5: Really.
3: That's a physical thing. And you can watch it. you can look at him and it's it's like I'm I'm, I'm trying but mm. I'm like you can literally see him like when you can see right. the the kind of the, the hitch yeah. in his giddy up. And so now when you're trying to run routes it's hard to sell a guy that you're gonna go buy him when they look at you running. They go, yeah. he ain't going
5: buy right. me. Is, is there ways that they can scheme him open? I guess to, to help with that.
3: Yeah, that ain't that ain't Kellen Moore's bag. Like we could stop. We could, like we could stop the thought process of yeah. Kellen Moore becoming a, a scheme guy. Like yeah, I would love to say you know what? Hey, we don't have the guys right now that can streak down the field. We do no rub routes. We do no picks. We do. And then the thing is, is if you try to do them now. They're gonna flag you because they don't, cause the refs <laughs> have never seen it from this team. Yeah. So when you start doing it now, they're gonna look at gonna be like, oh. Cause by the way, y'all know refs watch f- film too. They right. they prepare for their teams mm-hmm. as well. They they go back and they watch their own performances. They also watch teams that they're getting ready to play, to kind of pick up tendencies. And we talked about this. It's like the Dennis Rodman effect. It's like the Draymond Green effect. Officials allow Dennis Rodman and Draymond Green to get a more a lot more barking because they know coming into the game. Draymond Green is gonna yell, fuss, and cuss. Yeah. So if we got a quick whistle, it's gonna—he's gonna be out the game really soon. But if Steph Curry goes—he and cusses—they're like, "Whoa, oh no, that's a tech. <laughs> you, you don't talk like yeah, that.
4: You way out of character. You
3: way out of character. That I gotta take that up. That, I ain't never seen yeah, that before. Right. You acting totally different. Yeah. So for the Cowboys, it's—I'm—I'm uh, I'm past the stage of Kelly Moore getting into a place where he is consistently. Creative in the schematic formation of how he runs things, whether that's run game, whether that's pass game, and we'll see kind of a play or two here and there. But overall, you know, we just started running the deep over routes a week ago, two weeks ago. The league's been killing it for the last year and a half <laughs> with speed. So th- that part is 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 where the Cowboys lack at is that they don't have the creativity to to be able to to open those things up for their players. So to you don't think successful. number nine that's can do scary.
4: a deep over?
3: Don't know.
5: They did throw in the ball last game, at least. Yeah, that was a
3: thing. <laughs> didn't get much. But <laughs> they tried late. to pull the Tyreek Hill screenplay. play. It didn't it didn't work. It didn't work too well for him. All right, let's go to our third and final break, and we'll continue to give you more Cowboys offense, Vikings defense, and we're going to prepare you. We're going to get you ready, man, for Cowboys Vikings this Sunday, three twenty-five.
4: Be back in two minutes and thirty-nine seconds. There
3: you go. (laughs) I mean, Crystal, count me down. 17. (laughs) Y'all stay here with us, man. It's hanging with the boys
1: For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team.
0: Back
1: to
3: hanging with the boys. Welcome back to hanging with the boys on this hump day Wednesday edition. We're in the SWBC studios. Kurt Daniels, Nate Newton, Jesse Holly. We are hanging with the boys, man, and we're going to give you what you need because we want you to feel us like Braille, like I,
5: Braille. I, I, okay, I got to bring this up. I'm sorry. But we learned during the break yes. that Jesse was in a pie. Contest this morning, was judging, pies. judging pies, yes, and failed to bring his good friends on hanging with the boys. Any were you eating
4: oh. them or just looking at them or tasting them? Give us a story, bro.
3: All of the above. Oh, uh, I'm jealous. Will you be. know he was eating them. Bro. <laughs> you know I
4: eats. Was you eating? a Stop. Uh, what, what,
3: what type pies? What what flavors, man? So uh, they had um, the first pie was a, it was an eggnog pie. Ooh. No, no, no. It was. And I'm an eggnog fan. Uh, I'm not, so go ahead. Oh, on. It, <laughs> it literally tastes exactly like eggnog. Wow! In like a a, a um,
4: his fingers are trembling. Yeah, man. it, it was so good. good. Yeah.
3: It, it was, was good? good. It was so good. good. <laughs> then the, the second one was what is it called? A, sapo, a sapolia? What's it called? <laughs> Sof- Sofapia. Yeah. Sofapia cheesecake bar, and it had like the cinnamon type crust on top. Uh. Super good. Um, then it had uh, somebody did a key lime pie. Not okay. a fan. Of, not a fan uh, of the key lime okay. pie. Um, then it was, of course, it was it was your people, Kurt. It was a bunch of you know my, my great Caucasian people. So they had the <laughs> pumpkin pie. They had the pumpkin pie up there. I was just like, it is Thanksgiving. You gotta I throw pu- some pumpkin pie know, pumpkin in there. Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin <laughs> pie to me. Pumpkin pie is the is the white people's version of sweet potato pie. <laughs> Okay. It's like those, those, They're that, pretty that,
5: similar, that, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so
3: and then um the last one was a um a Snickerdoodle wow. Snickerdoodle pot. What was this for? What was the occasion? So it was for uh, a company called Share Life. They do uh, my boy Skip he volunteers down there, and they do a lot in the community, donating and stuff like that. So they had a they had a pie content that they usually do, and so I came out and I was a mm. I was I was I was a judge, nice. celebrity judge, celebrity judge. I wouldn't celebrity right. is a stretch, but just judge, <laughs> just judge works. Um, well, yeah, that's good stuff. And the uh, nah the cheesecake pie the cheesecake bar pie that one that was the winner. Yeah, you that know, was that, winner.
4: that's that's just so sad how he used to get on Shanna. Now I. I know, yeah, and you know. And we haven't got uh, our uh food yet. We, we haven't stopped, got no. uh stuff from computer because here. I mean all no of this pie. stuff falls on you, bro. You are the leader. You are the guy.
3: Boy. Yeah, yeah. If <laughs> they love you, then they hate you. Your eyes to that top spot,
5: the, the, you know, that's when the, the bluebirds come. Bring, you I didn't see
3: how my back is finally broken. and I have to <laughs> sit out. I didn't want to bring those calories to you guys.
5: Oh yeah, thank you. Really As someone, I, I appreciate been, you looking out for. Our I, did, I do,
3: I do, I do, I <laughs> do, I do. I didn't want to bring those calories to you guys, and and have you fall off the wagon. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like healthy, healthy life, health is wealth, and so I left it. I left it there for all of our purposes.
4: If I was that girl that would been waiting on you to call and you was running that to me, that would be one thing. But I ain't that girl, just <laughs> stop. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> stop.
3: Stop. Stop, man. Yeah, all right. But uh, um, y'all didn't want that stuff, man. No, of course y'all not. Y'all didn't want oh, that. Yeah, no, Trust no, me, ain't. man. Y'all didn't, y'all didn't want Spellable
4: that. Especially when you said uh, eggnog. Yes, you didn't want that. Oh, man. man. What, if,
3: what if you had eggnog and piece with a touch of the other piece? You don't want them of uh, mingling uh, together. That's what I'm saying.
4: See? Yeah. You talk me; it was fine. easy to get me. Kurt's like, nah, whatever, on. bro. Nah, like, we need let surprise. me, let me decide <laughs> yeah, for that's me. Right. Let, me. Don't talk for <laughs> me. I, I,
3: I do a good. I talk and write for. Hey, me. they Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, man. He returned to practice today. Welcome to the world,
4: Nate. Wow, you didn't know that? Yeah, I heard two days ago that he was coming back <laughs> today, but
3: I didn't want to see him on TV. Well, that's gonna be a story because he can return to practice and he'll. I was going play in Week 13, a averse. This is, a, is you, oh computer. If you want a conspiracy theory, you you, you want to talk about conspiracies? the Sean Watson got suspended, right, for right. all his all his transgressions right. and all the stuff that he had to deal with last year. What game do you think that the NFL said we're going to bring you back to Sean Watson for this game? It's like a wild guess. What game it was? <laughs> wild guess. Is right. I don't know. No, of course, <laughs> against the Texans. You want to talk about? You know what? I believe you, computer. You're right. It, Troy Vincent is rigged. Troy Vincent said, "We're gonna make some money. We're gonna we're gonna bring Deshaun Watson back against the Texans, and we're gonna televise that. It's probably gonna be one of our game of the weeks against two bad football teams. <laughs> yep. But hey, the storyline behind it, it's all that matters. Um, Nate, you got anything else you want to add? Kurt, you got anything else you want to add? For well, offensive for the Cowboys? Defense for the Vikings? Well, I
5: yeah. mean, you, go ahead.
3: No, go ahead on, sir. No, I, I mean,
4: was... we'd get to hear your lovely voice. No,
3: I, I didn't really have much. Go ahead. Yeah,
5: you do have much. <laughs> go ahead. So, fight Are you worried so? Are you worried about this team facing the Vikings? Or is this a game they should – I mean, of course, we thought this last week, but is this a game that they should be able to put up some points?
4: I just think <clears throat> this is – I look like, I, like I said last week. I said, you know what? Green Bay defense, nice. Just watching the players, and watching their history. I ain't going by just this year. What their history? They have been a pretty good team. And I, that was the Green Bay defense. Their history with the players, uh, Hendricks, as, I'm, as I got that right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got two nice linebackers. They got, two, they got a nice safety in Harrison. You can't, you can't mess around uh, with him and. Uh, then you, then the two the two edge rushers or the two outside linebackers that can line up in different combinations—they allowed them to do that, mm-hmm. and they rose to the occasion in Buffalo. That 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 the Buffalo mob—they call them or the mafia, whatever they are—they they get loud, they get ruckus, and man, and they, it usually been to their favor. But they played through that. They took one nation to took man, and our head coach said something. Uh, Last week, we we have to learn to win these type of games by any means necessary. We haven't done it yet. They have done it. So so us going up there, they ain't gonna be nothing nice, man. Them them people them people gonna be screaming crazy, and we the cowboys too. Hmm. Yeah, we them boys, and (laughs) we finna get if we ain't cow, we gonna get beat like them boys. Yeah.
3: What do you think? Um. You know, I think this is a pivotal point of the season for the Cowboys. Yes,
4: it is. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, it is.
3: And because you hear stuff coming out of the locker room now where guys are getting visibly and vocally frustrated. And we all know winning cures all. But losing could really begin to to have this team implode. Yeah. Um, because you get to a point in time of the season – and there, there, is no, there, there is no one out there in the universe that you can go and bring in that can be a serious difference maker. Like, mm-hmm. at this point in time of the year, you are who you are with the guys who you got. Yeah. There, there may be small, very, very small, minute things that you can probably do if someone get, but there isn't any big wholesale changes happening. you got to figure out what you got to figure out with the guys that you currently have in this locker room. And if you go up there – and you lose this game to Minnesota, which is very, very uh, – it's a high possibility. This is an 8-1 and one football team. They are rolling. They are – they got what is it called? Is it Kurt Cole? They call him Kurt Cobain now. He's walking around with the jewelry on. <laughs> Kurt's actually ripped up. I didn't know I didn't think he was that ripped up. But, you know, they're playing with a level of excitement and enjoyment and fun and belief. Yeah. They are believing as a unit – that we can go out, especially when you go up to a place like Buffalo and beat what many people deem as a Super Bowl, a serious Super Bowl contending team. Now they, you start believing. You start believing as a team, we can go and do anything. Yes.
4: I agree with you 100% because all before that, backup quarterback, backup this, and they're like, okay, this ain't a backup. I mean, players listen to that. Yeah. What do you they, mean? Remember, uh, they if you check their record, they're, they're beating a couple of backup quarterbacks.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: The, oh, okay. You know, uh, bad quarterbacks, this, this Minnesota team. And they've found some weird ways to win games, but they won them. And now you go up, I'm talking about, it was all, your faith was still coming out on the one. You turned everything around and took this thing to overtime. These, these kids are believing. I'm, with you, I'm just agreeing with what you're saying. Just adding on to what yeah. you're saying. And, and I, I, they, they are believing, man.
3: They, they are believing in one another. They're believing in their coaching. They're believing in their scheme. All of that stuff. And so you you have to go up into a place. And we've we've all – have you been to Minnesota?
5: I have not.
4: Man, you hear that horn or the Brother, Holly that, Davidson?
3: Hmm. That, that, that place, that's that's one of those underrated places. When they, when they want to get rocking, that place can get loud. Really? In the old stadium – and I've been in both of them. I've been in the old and the new. And both of those places <laughs> get lit. They, go, they got a horn by long longest this room. They got a horn by the longest this going? room. Yeah.
5: I'm
3: Bruh. telling
4: you, when they blow that horn and right for the game, they bring out the loudest Harley
3: Davidson on this Viking yeah. on Holly
0: Davidson.
3: You it ever seen that? It gets loud.
4: It gets loud, man. Um,
3: and so, you know, are the Vikings beatable? Absolutely they are. But – You gotta have a you have you have to have a bunch of guys on the Cowboys side that are committed
4: to doing their job. Doing
3: it, to doing it the way that they're supposed to be doing it. And and get out of this whole freestyle thing. You need those hymns on your team, offensively and defensively, to be hymns.
4: But but you know what? This is what I don't like to hear. And I I didn't want to bring it up, but it, it is so detrimental, and I hope somebody can get to these kids. When you lose one game and hear the little whispers that we're hearing. But let me yeah. stop
3: you right there. See, when you lose one yeah. game and you begin to hear these whispers, it means that this has been going on for a while yeah. and it finally You're going goes. right down okay, the road. Yeah, you, I didn't mean to steal your no, 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 no.
5: Winning was covering you, it up. Right. I'm glad you start. said
4: you it. it. Jesse said it. it. Nate said <laughs> <didn't
5: laughs>
3: Thank I you. I didn't want to steal thank, I'm sorry. Thank you. Uh-uh. <laughs> Go
4: ahead. That was great. Yeah. Bruh, you said it, man. And it ain't taking my thunder. It's just I've been th- since you said it, I've been like, wow, if he if these guys been saying that now after one loss,
3: one loss, what has they been saying for the last three weeks? The same mm-hmm. thing. Stop yeah. freestyling, be in your gap, do your job, read coverage is right, be where you're supposed to be. Don't I was about to say a word, don't, don't dink the quarterback. I'm about to say <laughs> <Right>. something else. <laughs> right. <laughs> don't dink the quarterback. Hey, let's let's do our let's do our job. Let's be let's be accountable. Let's show up. Yeah. Let's, isn't it kind of funny though that this team was six and two, which you
5: know, at the break that's where people thought they'd probably be. They had a nice bye, a good rest, and then, you know, a play here, a play there, and now we're looking at them in a totally different light.
4: I'm looking at them in the same light. I'm I'm looking at them in the same light because if you just take away and I hate to say it because it sounds funny, but if you take away about seventy five of those yards, you will be all right. I'm talking about on the run game, around mm-hmm. 125, make them carry it a lot. You 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 could be all right. Get your third downs right. At Least be 48% on third downs. Get another two minutes on your deal and be 30 minutes. So your defense on. You,
0: you,
4: We're not far away. It's just the way I feel. But do we have the players?
3: But it's the to same thing we've been saying all year long. Offensively. And defensively, you're you're putting your defense in a situation where they have to be perfect. Right, right. And they're not. And teams have now—this is the second half of the year.
4: Right, right, right. Your
3: tendencies are out there. It's not one or two games where people are still not feeling like, all right, no, 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 no. Who Kellen Moore is, who Dan Quinn is, at the core, is on tape. And that part is what people—people people don't people don't game plan all the extra stuff. Who are they at the core? Right. That's how we game plan, and anything right. else after that we adjust to. But we, we rally kn- to it. but we know they are going to be this and do this, especially when the games are tight. And so we go off that, and we adjust to everything else. And so you are who you are. The Cowboys need to need, and their players need to show up uh, for we this used game. To,
4: we used to give them to Thanksgiving, Jess. You Used to give them to Thanksgiving,
3: <laughs> <laughs> and that'll do it for our show today. Tomorrow we'll do Cowboys defense, Vikings offense. Ooh, another set of boogeyman mm-hmm. problems I got to deal with that offense tomorrow. We'll break that down. Seven seconds. Seven seconds. We got to go. <laughs> he is Nate Newton, my guy. That's Kurt Nate? Daniels, my dude. Three seconds. Chris is in the back <laughs> counting us down from 13 seconds. Audio jazz. Brother Willie, get us up and popping. And to you, thank you all for joining us and tuning in. And hope and just you just being a part of this, man. Y'all family with us, man. We feel y'all, so I hope you feel us. I am Jesse Holly. This is hanging with the boys. See you guys tomorrow.
4: We out. Yep, Jesse said that, uh, no, not Nate. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
0: about this, Cowboys? Yeah!